For more interviews with leading figures in Asia from the world of business and beyond, head to the App Store or Google Play to download the Tiger Hall app. We are in the Tiger Hall with the most supportive management tiger of them all, Evelyn Steer. Evelyn, you are head of IT excellence for Asia Pacific, Middle East, and Africa for Siemens. You have 15 people reporting into you in three separate teams across the markets you look after. And in your career, you've led your teams through numerous times of change, including several reorganizations, restructures, and transformations. So it's big shifts like this that require a good manager to support and reassure and, of course, communicate the changes that are coming. So I want to ask you, Evelyn, when you know a difficult period is approaching, how do you prep your team? That's right. Yeah, I think if we look today into the business environment, what changes do we have? Um, It can be different things like introduction of a new system, um, a new process. It can be car routes, mergers, offshoring, outsourcing, or just your boss leaving for a new assignment, reorganization. And I think these days a lot is spoken about digitalization and what it means. Um, So it really needs new skills and people often feel like they're in the constant white waters, like always new changes, a new wave of changes arriving. And people sometimes feel they're like out of control. They don't know what new skills will be required in the future, what the business environment will look like, what turn the organization takes. And I think... um, In our personal lives, we're often in control. If we take a decision, um, we move into a new role, we shift house, we feel in control. Um, There's nothing scary about change. And that's different, of course, if you're part of a smaller or bigger organization where you have to go with the flow. So first of all, I think trust is very important. Um, So you need to have with your team an established bond of trust, a very good relationship so that um, you're in a position to tell them openly and transparently why that change is necessary, what it means for them as a team, what it means for the individual. And then be available and accessible. Let your team know that you're always there for them if they have questions, even if you may sometimes not even have all the answers. And stay calm and composed. I think, well, if change is arriving also for management, that's a change. We're sometimes ahead of the, in the thinking. But if we, let's say, stay outwardly calm, it really makes a big difference to your team and the people around you if you are the solid rock they can actually hang on to. Do people tend to resist changes? Well, there's a lot talked about also in in, in literature around whether people really do naturally resist change. And if you look at neuroscience, the answer is no. Um, The human brains are actually hardwired to seek expansion through curiosity, exploration, learning and change. So our brains can actually create new neurons all the time. What people resist is the pain of change and the fear of the unknown. So as a leader, whenever we inject change in an organization, and again, this can be change of a boss, can be a major reorganization, different things, we always expect people, real people with real feelings, to take time to go through this and 
let go of a previous bond, something they cherished and attached to something new. And, well, we don't really talk a lot in, in companies about grief, but it's really a grieving reaction if you have to let go of something you're familiar with. So if you Google it today, I can't show it. Um, there is the Kubler-Ross curve of change, which is actually a reaction people go through when people die. And it starts usually with, oh, no, this is not happening to me. You're in denial. Then you go through the valley of tears. There may even be anger till you start to explore and accept the change. So what you need as a necessary prerequisite um, is trust that you have built over time, a special bond with your employees to lead them through this valley of tears and through the change curve. So if possible, if our audience can have a look into to it, how the change curve looks like, I think it's really great to understand what's happening with people, starting with yourself, if a, if a change takes place. Mm. And if a, a period of change is, is approaching, what are some key things you need to do to support your team? I think, first of all, it's important to give people an environment where they feel safe to express their emotion. So as a leader, it's very important to, to empathize, ask questions rather than telling, at least when you just inform about the change that is happening. Recognize that there may be pain um, really in, in, in going through this change. So you can say, I can imagine it's hard to get news to the new way of working, to the new organization. Um, so it's easier yeah, to, to explain over and over again why this is necessary if you're connected. And you need to really clearly explain why are we doing this, where are we going, what does it mean for our team, and what is in it for you as an individual, how does it impact you. And you need to slow down. So um, we can't really put a time, one hour, okay, let's now go through that change emotion. But people have different times, need different times to go through this, yeah, valley of tears or let's say the change curve so we need to be ready for that some might just steam on they see hope they go right into let's say a new organization or a new way of working a new process and others may more time may not mean active resistance but yeah reach out see how you can help them out and use rituals um i i've seen what works really well is if you should say goodbye to the old make time for it. So this can be a farewell for a departing team member. It can be a farewell to a whole new team because maybe departments are cut in a different way. We recently let um, three colleagues leave into a new or, or department as part of a reorganization. So we're a fully virtual team. We put some notes together and had like a whole booklet slide pack that we gave to them as our farewell note in a virtual team. So I think these are gestures that just help the team and individuals to say goodbye to the old and start welcoming the new. And active listening um, as a skill I think is really crucial in general for any leader. Um, but specifically in, in times of change. So active listening is really um, to paraphrase what somebody had just said. So what you're saying is to empathize. So that must have been really difficult for you to get to know about the new organization. Or you encourage your employee you, to continue to talk to you. I want to know more. Um, what happened next? How did you react? And at the end, 
summarize, bring it all together. So that's active listening as a whole skill, which is really great to practice. And one last thing, uh, Pippa, I think for us as, as leaders, it's very important to focus on, on the positive, so what the change may bring. Um, I'm a big fan of George Kohlreiser, um, clinical um, and organizational psychologist and distinguished professor of leadership and organizational behavior at IMD in Lausanne. He always speaks about the mind's eye. It's like a torchlight, which um, can either focus on like a flashlight on, on what's shining bright, or you can look at the dark side. Some people say the glass half full or the glass half empty. So as a leader, you can choose to look at the negative, the pain, the danger, what's going wrong, and create limiting beliefs for yourself. Or you can choose to look at the benefit, what's going right, what the change may bring. And this makes really a big difference to the people around you if you show yourselves at looking at it at something new, which we welcome, and you give them the assurance there's positive in it for everybody and we'll be able to go through this together. So I'm curious to know what you think about, I mean, ideally there are no nasty shocks in business, but if there were to be a sudden change, how do you communicate this to your team to reassure them? Well, for sudden changes also there, it's to be really open and transparent as much as you can um, give a clear picture about the why and the reason for it. And overall, I think it's very important, like all the time, or especially, let's say, these times of digitalization we're in, where, let's say, the industry is just turning much faster. We all have to become more adaptable, more flexible to changes that are happening to us to create resilience in team members. And that is for me to constantly build confidence in my employees' skills that they will be able to also learn new skills, that I fully trust them, that continuous learning is really important. And I see that I give them opportunities to grow, to try out new things, um, and also to try a role model risk-taking myself. And I think this builds resilience and prepares in general for difficult times. What are some mistakes that leaders tend to make in times of change? I think the worst thing you can do is to completely disconnect um, because sometimes it's uncomfortable to address fears or let's say uh, break a, a challenging news for the team and then let's say handle the directions. Um, but I think it's very important that um, you stay connected that you empathize, as I said earlier, you're in this together with the team, that they can always approach you, you're available to answer any questions. And um, sometimes there are also rumors running, so clarify those, give as much transparency as possible. And if, if not, you can also honestly say, I don't know yet, but um, let me find out, or I will tell you as soon as it's clear and we have the full picture. But stay connected. I think in times of change, the worst thing is really to disconnect and it's communicate, communicate, communicate. For managers listening, what are three things they should consider when a period of change is imminent? Um, as I said, always lead with the purpose. So have goals 
and at the same time outline why the change is happening, why is it necessary for the organization, and what is the impact on the team, what's the impact on the individual, what's in it for you. Second, empathize, listen actively, pause, give people time to go through the change curve, be accessible and available for your people. And third, focus your mind's eye on the positive. Show the benefits of, of what's coming, why it's important for the company, um, and really take care of yourself and your people with that positivity and um, positive energy. <laughs> <laughs>